20 minutes now before 5 Lotus FM it's the official drive on the Thursday afternoon now uh, we're speaking about a book regarding waiters and we're going to unpack this in the next uh, couple of minutes but uh, we appeal to all our listeners across the country and worldwide as well to pay careful attention and listen in because uh, you could contribute to this great awesome project that takes a walk down memory lane with Selvan Idol from the 1860 Heritage Centre he's joining us live in studio now and he's working on the book about waiters who were descendants of Indian indentured labourers in South Africa good afternoon Selvan welcome to the official drive on Lotus FM how are you doing? Well, thanks. Good afternoon and good afternoon to the listeners. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for taking time out to come through. Very exciting project as well. When we heard about it, we said, no, we've got to get you in studio because this is a part of uh, South African Indian history and uh, some of the stories, and in fact, most of the stories untold. So firstly, we're asking you, what prompted you to start research for a book of this nature? Look, there's many projects on the go and I think 25 years into our democracy, we're only beginning to start in terms of telling stories about the lived experience. Mm. You know, uh, for a long period of time from indenture, particularly 100 years, 125 years, even up to 150 years, people were more focused on living and life was a struggle. So it's now since we've uh, made a better life for ourselves, we're able to record our history. And this history is being recorded through many projects. One particular project was a book launch that was done yesterday by Kiru Naidu and made in Chatsworth. So together with him, we're doing a few books that we'll be able to launch, which tells the story of the lived experience. And this Waiters Project is a particularly important, if not a very uh, romantic um, part of history that so many people are so interested in. Now, take us back to those early days of waiters because, and we say this because for a lot of the young people tuning in right now as well, in terms of the now generation, um, with the waiters that we experience today and that when we visit a restaurant, it's not the same thing when, when, when it was back in the day. The, the, um, the look of the waiter, um, the money that they worked for, if they got paid, if any, um, and, and obviously um, the environment then is not the same as how people think waiters are. Uh, today so what was it what was it really like look we've got to go back in time and we got to look at how servants evolved particularly in India we look at servants and we look at the caste system uh, so before the Mughal invasion for example um, people worked as servants in the caste system and that was perfectly acceptable where people were happy to work in a service orientated right. manner then the Mughals came along and then we needed servants and then uh, the British came along and then you needed to replicate the class system that they had in, in Britain. So from that evolved the need for servants. And from that lent itself to waiters and special servants and so on. And of course, the British moved all over the colonies, particularly to South Africa. They landed here. And in some ways, most of those people who weren't put of a particular class wanted to replicate that class in being higher order. Many of you would have watched uh, Downton Abbey and got an idea in terms of how servants were so important to the class system. So having said that, Many of the British uh, immigrants that came here wanted to replicate that. And the best way they could replicate that, particularly at the turn, turn of the century, was to have these special servants brought from India. And they were special in most ways because they were able to speak English, they were, they were educated, in, or they were literate, and 
they were able to make the lives of the colonialists much better. Mm. And this is how this whole system of special uh, servants and waiters started. And then, of course, they built hotels and then they needed waiters. So this is how the whole thing started. And, of course, as you mentioned, they didn't... They don't work like how we we were we see them today. Mm. These these gentlemen were very prim and proper. They were trained in in gentry of English manners and ways. So you know the way in which they set the table, the way in which they dress particularly, all these things were brought into uh, being. And um, they obviously really really lived uh, an important uh, or played an important role in terms of the service and the tourist industry. Now, Salman, you brought along a lot of pictures and while the music was playing, uh, I was looking at some of these pics and uh, really captivated by the history and the rich heritage history that, that these pictures actually bring out and, and showcase. Now, we see many pictures from the archives of waiters smiling, but what are some of the hardships that they faced at that time? Because although they were forced to put on a smile, life was very difficult back then. Of course, um, you know, there's a picture that I've got of a marine hotel. It will be a very rare picture, an unpublished picture. I found it in the archives in Pretoria, uh, trolling through a whole host of pictures. But there's a picture of a supervisor holding a stick and he's got waiters in front of him. So obviously it was a brutal system. There's an incident that's archived in the um, University of KwaZulu-Natal's special collection that speaks of 10 waiters who had lodged a complaint to the public protector, the protector of Indian immigrants Mm. at that particular time. So, you know, their lifestyle was something that was very abusive, particularly as far as the supervisors and so on were concerned. And they lived a a very, very difficult life. I I speak from the lived experience. My dad uh, was a waiter and uh, he was eventually became a manager because, you know, he didn't uh, drink and he was tall enough like me and being able (laughs) to be uh, to probably be a supervisor and which is why he became a manager. But we know the hours that he put in and uh, how he worked in order to make his family life better. So this is a very... This is a very special story for me in terms of telling his history and also his colleagues and those people that surrounded him. Now that brings us to the main reason why you in studio this afternoon on, on the official drive and Lotus FM speaking to the people across the country and of course worldwide as well. Because you're also calling on our peeps who may have photographs or personal stories to share to get in touch with you. Tell us more about this. Look, it's one thing telling a story and one thing telling a personal story. And I think it's important that we speak of the lived experience. So many people, so many waiters um, whose lives are not commemorated need to be commemorated. We need to celebrate these important people who sacrifice so much so that their families can be better off. We have uh, families and individuals who have now be- went on to become doctors, lawyers, and really made a success of themselves, mm. but all on the sweat of their, of their fathers. So I think this is a poignant and important story to tell. And what, what I'm expecting from people is to share that story with me being able to put their pictures into the books, uh, particularly of their fathers uh, when they were serving in the hotels from the Edward Hotel to the Maharani Hotel, Elangeni Hotel, all these special places. Also not forgetting the Indian hotels like Moon Hotel and Sol Namara and 
Pelican and all these important places of memory. Be able to share your stories. We are able to scan them in and return them back to you. We know that these memories are precious. And uh, if you do contact me, we'll be able to come to you. If not, if you want to deliver it at the 1860 Heritage Center, please feel free to drop it off. You can contact uh, Yatin Singh on 031-309-1858 who's available at the center to collect those pictures and they'll be able to be scanned and we'll share your story on in this book. Very exciting and I'm very excited as well about this project. Is there a timeline for the book in terms of when uh, the launch date will be set or when it will be launched rather? We want to launch as early as next year by mm. February, I think would be our cutoff date. Of course, there's a lot of work that's done. Uh, Kiru Naidu and I are involved in this project and he's the co-author of this project. So, you know, we've done quite extensive work and we've gathered quite a lot of material already. But particularly important to us is the stories of people that have been through this. So it's important that you share your stories and uh, just a little caption about where your dad, your grandfather, your great-grandfather had worked and uh, being able to celebrate and tell that story. And finally, uh, November is a very special month as it marks the anniversary of the arrival of the 1860 Indian Indian indentured laborers. And of course, this year is the 159 years since that historic day. Uh, What has been planned at the center? At the center, we're going to have a lecture. It's the marquee event of the center. We have a memorial lecture celebrating academia, those people that have come before us, particularly Surendra Bana. It's called the Surendra Bana Memorial Lecture. We will also have in the audience Professor Joy Brain, who together with Surendra Bana, pioneered research on the ship's list. We, unlike other colonies, have a comprehensive ship's list that has been digitized, unlike many of the other endangered colonies. So it's something that you can reference in terms of finding your roots. And we at the center pay tribute to these two academics who did so, so pioneering work in being able to tell the story of indenture. So it's the memorial lecture and we also are able to feed the um, ABH uh, citizens or the senior citizens that is and uh, we celebrate that going to um, the Addington Beach where we have a, a ceremony, a symbolic ceremony and then we invite these uh, people from uh, ABH to come in and have lunch with us. Great stuff. Now, uh, one more time, Selvan, that contact number for peeps who have pictures uh, regarding the book and so on. Um, one more time, um, where can, how, who they can contact and uh, where, what can they do? You can email me on snaidu, N-A-I-D-O-O, at nwood, N-W-O-O-D, dot C-O dot Z-A, or you can contact me on my cell, 082 498-2614 Alternatively, Yatin Singh at the Heritage Center 031-308-1858 Well, Selvan Naidu from the 1860 Heritage Center, thank you very much for joining us but also thank you very much uh, for the great work that you guys are putting in the, at, at the center and obviously keeping the history of our, our ancestors and forefathers that came to the, the shores and that is why we sit here today and have these discussions because it's basically over their hard work. Um, so thank